PXG has done it again with the launch of a new lineup of drivers, fairways, hybrids, and irons. The new Gen 5 golf clubs deliver significantly increased MOI, faster ball speeds, longer distances, and tighter dispersions, all coupled with the exceptional feel and sound golfers have come to expect from PXG. Schedule your custom fitting or buy online at pxg.com. And we're back, Stripe Show podcast on a Wednesday. Froggy is uh, he's on a cruise right now somewhere. I don't know where, but he's put his phone down and he's not responding to any of my texts or phone calls. So no Froggy Wednesday this week. You're stuck with me, but I'm telling you, this one's going to be really good because my man's joining me there from uh, Riviera where it's freezing. The wind is blowing. And Riv is showing its teeth, uh, a tournament called the Genesis Open. It's hosted by Tiger Woods. And one of the top coaches is joining me there, Josh Gregory. How you doing, bud? You cold? I'm doing good, bud. Thanks, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm glad to be in the locker room where it's a little <laughs> bit warmer. So you'll probably see some noise in the, hear some noise in the background. But uh, we just vetoed a, re- a range session with one of my players, Adam Long, because it's pulling about 40 off the left. So we're going to move that to later today. <laughs> supposed to get a little bit better, but I feel sorry for the guys in the pro-am. It's, 45 and blowing about 25 and uh north wind and not not much fun so what's the forecast look like what are you you guys looking at there in la i think it's gonna get better it's gonna be a little bit warmer and less wind so uh it's gonna be uh, an extreme test i mean it's definitely gonna blow um which this course right now is playing firm uh fairways are firm greens are firm rough is is not that penal i mean you can get some some dodgy lies, but for the most part, out of the rough is, is not going to be you know too detrimental. Very similar to last week in Phoenix when the rough wasn't uh, a, a real big penalty. Uh, but the firmness of the greens, the wind, uh, fairways are running out a lot, which I think is what everybody wants, and that's what makes this place so special. Yeah, it is a special place, right? I mean, this this tournament, Riviera, I can just tell from my audience there's there's this intrigue with this place. I mean, TPC Scottsdale is an underrated course. It's yeah. fun. But then you go to Riviera, and it's like, Okay, now we just went, you know, to a whole nother level. And, you know, it, this, this place is a place that Tiger hasn't been able to win on. And he's won everywhere, virtually, right. that, he's, that he's went to. He's there. Have you, put, have you put your eyes on him yet? Is he, is he moving around? Like, you feel I, like he's... I did, I did see him briefly. Uh, I think he's moving about as well as anybody can move in, in this temperature. And I, I think yeah. he teed off at about 6.15 this morning. So I don't think anybody's moving real good at, at that time. But uh, it's just awesome. I mean, the electricity, the energy with him being here. I mean, it's, it's second to none. And, um, yeah, it is a shock that he's never never won here. I mean, I guess the... I don't really know what's ever, what's ever held him back other than maybe it's a little, little you know, quirky off the tee. It's not really a, a, you know, there's some drivers, but there's not a whole lot of drivers uh, yeah. out here to be honest. And it's very much a, uh, a placement kind, kind of course. And, uh, but at the same time, you know, he's probably the greatest iron player of all time. And, and this place really, really rewards hitting it to the center of the greens because there's so many slopes and you can just get in some spots here where you just can't get it up and down from no matter how good your short game is. So um, it's it's the ultimate test. It's grown on me every year. Honestly, the first year or two I was here, I was kind of like, yeah, what's what's the hype about it? Now every year I come back, I, I love it even more and realize that it's it, it's arguably, you know, top two or three golf course on tour. All right. So here's my notes. Let, let me tell me where I'm wrong or where you what you would add. Um, so. Off the tee, historically, you look at the winners here, um, you know, Neiman, Homa, Adam Scott, a couple times, Holmes, Bubba's won three times, DJ. 
some length, right? I mean, length's yeah. gonna do you, length's gonna is gonna do you well here, obviously. Um, you're gonna miss some fairways, so you, you've got to you're gonna have to deal with that. But you just mentioned the rough isn't that long, so it's gonna be yeah. pretty playable. Approach. You're not gonna be able to hit it close out of the rough, but you're gonna be able to check, you know, to get it on the greens. There's okay. No, there's no chipping out here. So approach historically, you're looking at a lot of shots from like 150 to 175 shots from 175 to 200. So it's not like, it's not going to be a wedge fest. <clears throat> You're going to have to have some mid irons, right. That, that are going to play into this. Um, to me, you can't fake it around the greens, right. You're going to have to have, you know, there's some guys out there that are better short game players than others. We're going to look at some technique here in a second. And then putting it's poet, right? I mean, you, you you're going to have to, you're going to have to deal with that. Tell my audience, Josh, the cliff notes of POA, the intrigue about it. Um, is there a particular type of putter that it favors? I mean, just your thoughts and experience with POA. Well, it, it, it puts similar to kind of a Bermuda. If you can think about putting into the grain on Bermuda is the best way I could put it. Okay. I mean, you need yeah. a little bit of loft. You need a little bit of launch. Uh, because the ball, especially late in the day. Now, having said that, these are probably the best POA greens I've, I've ever seen. These wow. are absolutely perfect this week. Uh, so you almost wouldn't even really know you're on POA. Uh, but at the same time, uh, ask me that same question from three to five in the afternoon when they get quite beat <laughs> up and <laughs> spike marks everywhere, and it gets a little, little bit more difficult. But having said that, uh, most style of putters that are going to be good on POA have you know a little bit, little bit of slightly hitting up on it. Um, a little bit more high, a little bit more launch because if you hit it into the ground too early here, it's just gonna gonna dig, dig, dig. And um, so that's kind of, but this pole honestly is putting like pure bent right now. It will change, it will get it'll get tougher as the week goes on, but th these are as good as I've ever seen. This is uh, this isn't Tory, this you know, Tory Pines was excellent, but this is a Tory Pines, which is historically known for probably the most pole uh, of any places. So kind of similar to like a, a, a into the grain Bermuda style. You just got to get the ball. You got to have a little bit of skid and then get the ball rolling. You know who putts Poa really well? One of your boys. Look at this. Nope, that's not him. Hold on. We're going to cut back to him. A little tease there. I did that on purpose. That's Will Zalatoris. Stay tuned. Yes. That's Taylor Moore. Um, Taylor Moore. So, okay, so Love. your boy here, Taylor Moore, who you've been working yes. with. He's yes. had three He's had three top 15s in the last three weeks. Um, yes. You work he, on him with the putting and short game. Uh, full swing as well. So we've, and we've full worked swing. together. We worked together for about for about four years now. Okay. And, uh, this kid's just gradually gotten better, and is is going to become a stud before long. And he's going to keep getting in contention more and more often. And he's going to he's going to break through at some point with some wins. But I mean, he's had a ton of top twenty fives in his career, three straight coming into the week. Uh, driving the golf ball has gotten really better, which is allowing uh, allowing his iron play to do the work. And as you can see in this putting stroke, it's about as simple and about as pure as it gets, in my in, in my opinion. Uh, probably the most improved putter that that I've ever ever really coached from when we when, from when we first started. Uh, had a lot of hang back, had a lot of flip uh, mm. with his right hand. Uh, couldn't control the face. Speed was poor. Uh, but if you look at this stroke now, it's kind of what I what I preach, which is very level with the shoulders very neutral if you look at his left shoulder through impact um there's not a lot of lift in it and to, to me that's what releases the putter face and that's what keeps the putter exiting along the arc when the when the left shoulder lifts putter face stays open you hit it off the bottom uh and it's hard to control your pace at your start line so this is this is pretty textbook right here for what for what i believe in see i i love this too i mean everything you just said is just bringing a smile to my face, just like music to my ears. I love it. 
Um, so you go back to Taylor Moore when you first started. Was he conventional grip? Was he left hand low? But he had a little back and forth. He was he was a little conventional, but he just had a lot of tilt that address. He, okay. he looked uh, as I made a joke with him. I said it looked like he was sitting a driver, uh, but he <laughs> but he couldn't. He could, had a lot of lot of right hand in his stroke. A lot of kind of flip. Couldn't control the face and was just honestly not not a great putter. Self admittedly, excellent ball striker, elite. Probably one of the longest players in the world if, if you look at his frame. I mean, he's only. 5'8 or 5'9 and probably weighs 165 pounds and, and just absolutely pounds it. I think he led the field in driving at, at Pebble and I think was top five last week in, in total driving. So um, really incredible driver. But yeah, the putting has been the most improved stat of him. And we just simply went kind of with a baseline setup to kind of feel like he's more stacked at address, more level. If you draw a straight line down, down his eyes, down the center of his chest, they should be kind of on the back of his putter head. Uh, and then we just try to constantly, we, we made a little tweak after, uh, after Pebble, he didn't feel great with his putting and just kind of got back into some bad habits where he was tilting out of it, uh, falling back, uh, through impact, which made his eyes fall back, which made his left shoulder go up and, uh, just was hitting a lot of putts weak and off the heel. So in, you know, in my opinion, uh, the more that left shoulder stays, left sh- shoulder, left kind of tricep bicep stays connected to your rib cage that's what makes the putter exit along the arc i think too many people try to do it with their hands and that's not what releases the club face the, your shoulders your shoulders release the club face strokes gain 68th right now in putting last year he was like 120th somewhere in there i mean yeah. so he's made some very good strides everything you're saying and this is what's great one of the things I try to do, Josh, is like we have the conversation. People are intrigued about how these guys train. They should be. They're the best. And obviously, you guys are some of the best teachers. And it's like, then it's like, okay, it, does that <clears throat> relate to me? And and I think in putting, more than any other movement, yeah. I mean, because we can all do this. I mean, this is this is something that everybody that plays golf can does. And I cannot tell you everything you just said to me in the lesson and in, in the teachings that you've been offering, Taylor, are the same types of lessons that I would give a 15 handicap in here that have a lot of the same issues and left hand low will help you level out that left hand down. 1000. Um, and you can well, see how his shoulders are level. It, it's just, there's reason why there's uh, most putters have anywhere from three to five degrees aloft on it. So why are we trying right. to necessarily get up on it? I mean, I think it's been proven in stats. I think we went through a phase of putting where everybody was talking about hitting up on it, hitting up on it. Well, that's, that's mm-hmm. natural because of the because of the stroke and the law yep. but we don't need to try to add that to it if you look at it mm-hmm. go back to that frame where you finish where he finishes his stroke okay so something right that there. i want to always look at if you, if you were to draw a straight line on the face of his putter up that putter shaft that should match up mm. so that means the toe is released the toe is released properly but it's released by the left shoulder yeah. and if you look at that that line is almost perfect when he gets off, when anybody gets off and that left shoulder goes up too much, the putter face is going to be open to that in relation yeah. to that shaft. Does that make sense? The toe will hang yeah. back, uh, which is going to cause a, a lot of blocks and a lot of heel strikes. So that's what we look for. That's, you know, essentially the, the main position I look for is kind of post impact. I mean, look, you can, his path is great. Most tour players path is great, but honestly, I look at a few things. I'm going to look at setup. I'm going to look at how you stay in your posture. Uh, and center face strikes. If you can strike it in the center of the face, that's the most important thing. And so we do a lot of drills to where we use tees or draw a line just to ensure we're hitting in the center of the face because, candidly, I don't really care 
how you do it. There's been a lot of great putters that have taken it in and rerouted and, and or taken it out and rerouted, whatever. But if you're doing the same thing every time and hitting in the center of the face, that's really all that counts. When you made these changes, how many times did he tell you that he felt like he was hitting down on it? Uh, we talk about it every day, still to this day. Um, <laughs> we do a lot. I do a lot of work with guys. I, I call it putting like your feet, your put, putting like you like you're on a downslope. Mm. You feel like you're putting downhill, and where you're almost kind of stacked left, centered. It's going to feel sixty forty, although you're not going to be. You're going to be fifty fifty. And when you get guys to set up on a downslope, they're amazed at how level they look. Wow. And that's good. I just, I love the feel of hitting down on it. I work on that with pretty much every, yeah, I, I hate being a method guy, but I don't, uh, but there are some commonalities in, in what I, what I believe in and what I see great putters do. I mean, you've always seen, you know, Tiger Woods do the drill putting with his right hand and it looks like he's releasing it with his right hand, mm-hmm. but I can promise you under the gun, he's not really feeling his right hand release. It just happens. So this is him here, right? A little short game. Yes. This, this is Taylor. So this is, probably my model in shipping and okay. what I had to believe. I mean, I, um, you know, I think there's been some stuff on the internet come out lately about draw drawing versus cutting chipping and bunker shots. And, um, you know, I, I'm probably more on slightly on the draw to, to neutral side of things, but at the same time, every chipping, every pitch shot is, is based on life, whether it's soft sand, whether it's firm sand, whether it's zoysia or whether it's into the grain, whether it's sitting down, whether it's sitting up. So there's, there's no one size fits all in, in a pitching motion. But if you look at this motion, this is very square stance, slightly closed off, um, playing perfect on the backswing club head, covering up his hands there. And this is where I look at right there. Stop right there. That, that yep. is by far what I look at the most. So I, I am trying to teach, preach kind of a stable lower body that slightly opens, but a very rotated pivoting upper body. So if you look at the logo, on his shirt look how it's rotated back and around to the left and also look how that club shaft the hands are going slightly inside the line but the club face is still going out the target line yep you see too many guys rake the club face left and so if you notice also with his club face look how it's slightly released the toe is kind of matching his spine angle as well so that is all done from the upper body from a proper pivot that's not done with the hands so guys that struggle in my opinion, they either, they tilt out of it. They don't have any rotation with their chest. And then they just lean the shaft and drag and drag the handle low and left. And the club face at that position there is almost into their body. It's way too far left. Face is too open. Therefore it just kind of becomes a glancing blow and a deflection. So that drag left field can produce a lot of high shots, but it doesn't produce a lot of spin. So this, this, that toe is releasing yeah. along with the way his body is releasing. And, and that gets the ball in the face. It gets the ball in the face more, right? Friction. The ball, stay, the ball stays in the face. When yeah. that face is too open and too dragged left and, and the club face is into more into his body there, it just becomes a deflection. It rides the yeah. face and there's just no way you can control contact. Right. So most everything I teach in pitching is, is kind of low launch, high spin. I don't think you need, you know, if you hit it in that bad of a spot where you need to hit it super high, these guys – you know, I think we've talked about this before. Hitting it high and soft requires touch, imagination, guts, feel. This yep. shot here requires sound technique. Yeah, that's well said. Yeah, that's that's really well so, said. I'll tell you so, one of the things too, Josh. I want to ask you here. When I look at that setup, right, and and I had um, I had Parker on a couple weeks ago, McLaughlin. He's great. And we talked about the draw greenside bunker shot and just right. how. 
these guys are, you know, they're more square. Um, and, and what I, and I, and I've kind of brought it to light in social media, the conversation more. And it's amazing. Like how far that has gone now. Like it, it really took off like this, this conversation of, you know, these guys are square or closed yeah, in the bunker. You, you, I mean, I'm like, they're you started the trend. Like these feet, <laughs> like I say, these feet are aiming right and the shoulders are square. Like, and I look at this, look at his left foot. His left yeah. foot is ahead of his right. And is so, I mean, in theory, his feet are closed. Mm-hmm. His shoulders are square. And what I like about this, and this is exactly how I've been teaching this a lot more, is with that left foot a little ahead, you kind of get the sense of your shoulders can level out. Correct. You know, almost remember how briny Baird used to putt, Josh? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so there is a lot of merit in the full in the full swing and or chipping and candidly even putting to dropping that right foot to get your shoulders to level out and almost yeah. kind of cover the golf ball through impact. I love it. So that's what yeah. we're working on here is that it's gonna be gonna be shallow and on plane mm-hmm. and maybe even you know slightly slightly from the inside, but your chest is moving, which moves the low point forward, which covers yeah. it. So anytime you you get your feet too far open and too far left it's easy to to tilt back out of it side bend bottom out too early because mm-hmm. you're tr- you're trying to it's just this is a way this is a drill that i you know we'll, we'll practice a lot whether it's will or, or taylor or, or any of my or any of my guys with yeah. severe right foot back and, it, and they'll they'll, they'll kind of look at me and go man maybe i should just chip this way because i chip it so much better Exactly. I've always thought that. And I've always thought even in putting, like, I don't know why guy, more guys just don't putt like that. Like just, you know, Billy Horschel does that now. He kind of drops yeah. his right foot back and, and you know, that's how he putts. So if, if you notice Zalatoris, if you notice Zalatoris or even Taylor, we do a lot of drills where we drop our right foot back and, and, and hit some putts off of our, off of our right toe with the heels off the ground, which levels you out and keeps that chest, keeps you in posture and keeps that left shoulder exiting uh on the arc as opposed to exiting too far too far open and too far right on the on the arc okay it's good stuff right there all right how's our boy will doing how's he okay first off how's he feel is he healthy yeah we're we're ahead of the curve we're ahead of the curve health wise i I think if you would have told us that um he would have been able to play in in maui and what he did and his body to feel as good as he is and to be able to uh, to, to get, to give it a go. Uh, I think we're well ahead of schedule. Our, our whole goal all along was to get ready, to get ready by, by Augusta. That's when we, okay. we want to peak. We're trying to manage expectations, keep the expectations yep. low. Um, yep. When he played in Maui, I simply had three goals. Uh, first goal was to finish, to finish four rounds healthy. Two was to see where we are, get a little bit better. And, and three would be an absolute bonus, which is what he did finish 11th and, and playing quite nicely. And that just shows the caliber that he is. So I, I think he, he's ahead of the curve physically. Um, he's ahead of the curve skill set wise. I think his uh, one of the great things that's come about of this is, is we were really able to work a lot on wedging, uh, a lot on chipping, a lot on putting because he really that's all he could do for a while. So I think yeah. you know his, his own self admittedly his ball striking is probably just a touch behind where he would like it, uh, but that's normal because he's he's all he's been able to pretty much do is reps. He hasn't really been able to compete a lot. He hasn't been able to hit shots under the gun and. I'm not too worried about his ball striking. <laughs> He's going to be just fine. <laughs> yeah. As he texted me the other day, he said, if I could figure out how to hit a long iron again, I'll be just fine. And I said, but I'm, I'm not too worried about your long iron game. You're, you're the best in the world at it. So, um, okay. So, but he's, so uh, he's good. Let me, let me ask you a question on that. The long iron, right? Because long iron, you got to throw it up in the air. And yeah. so I had, I had Dr. Greg Rose on, um, yeah. there a couple of weeks ago. Had, a lot. 
Oh, I mean, he's, I could listen to Greg talk for literally all day. Um, and I have before, you know, went to some of his, his trainings and seminars, but we looked at some video and he, and he was just talking about the transition move and how the right, this right side of the pelvis was higher, uh, in transition. And then he had to, and then the backup and, you know, with the spine to the right. And of course you can look at will historically, and you could see the side bend to the right. And we all like, everyone can see that Joaquin Neiman does the same thing. Um, so how did that, how did that come about Josh as kind of his performance coach were you, cause he started to have some back issues and obviously you knew his pattern for a long time. Did you just, at that point, it was like, Hey, Will, like if we're going to play this game for the next 20 years, we probably need to get that out. Well, is that, is that kind of how it happened? I think a little bit. Yeah. I mean, obviously the, the, the injury, the herniated, the, the disc issues were, were a serious wake up call and that he needs to, needs to figure out what caused this, how we can do, do it better and how we can hopefully have a career of 20 to 25 years out here and yeah. promote, promote longevity. And so that was uh, all of our goal is his, his full swing coach, Troy Denton, uh, myself, Damon Goddard, his, his trainer. Uh, we all went to see Greg Rose in, in December to just get some facts, understand yeah. where this kind of came from and understand if there's any, any tweaks he can do with this setup or, or anything that might be, uh, you know, holding him, holding him back that can, for one, most importantly, promote longevity, and two, maybe make, even make his ball striking even better. So, we've definitely learned a few things that he does, and, and he's made a, a couple little small changes to his setup. Nothing, nothing crazy. Uh, definitely, with the drivers, made some changes with the irons, kind of, kind of doing his thing. Uh, back to kind of doing his thing, but it's, uh, it's going to take some pressure off his back, and I think he, it's going to make him perform even better once it's comfortable. Do you think in the end, like we'll see? I mean, everybody has side bend to the right at impact. Correct. Do you think we'll see like in the end, like a little less of that perhaps? Cause I, I saw some swings the first time out. He did look like he was more, let's just say on top of it and less side bend to the right. 100%. That's, that's, that's the ultimate goal is to take a little bit, a little bit of that. It obviously will never, you know, it'll always be probably on the higher end of it. Um, but I think just in the way he's setting up, it's helping his load a little bit better. It's helping him push off his right side a little bit earlier uh, because that was kind of the fault that he, that he pushed off a little late. So therefore that, yeah. that, you know, created the excessive side bend. So I think it's again, 90% in the setup, a little bit in his load and, and, and that's going to take care of itself. But is it something that he's, would you say actively working on? I think he's always worked on, you know, you know, whether with Troy or whether it's, you know, kind of even me, even with his pitching or even with his wedging, always trying to feel more level through the golf ball. And yeah. when he, when he does that, it, it's, it's pretty, pretty freaking scary to watch him at a golf ball. It's what, impressive. Yeah. When's the last time you were on the range and you heard a coach say, um, Hey, I think you need more side bend right through impact. <laughs> I, uh, I haven't heard any of that. Any of that anytime <laughs> soon. First of all, I wouldn't even really know how to create that. I'm not that smart. <laughs> like it just like you, you got to have some at address you gotta uh, or I'm sorry, you got to have some at impact. But all these guys, high skill players, they're they're trying to they're trying to get some of it out. Usually, you know, like they, they get too much. Um, I think it's a short game. You want it out. Short game. You want you want to be more on top of it. <laughs> you, you better you better be because we're trying to move the low point forward and we're trying to 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 make sure uh, that we stay on top of it and, and get ball first and all those things. But um, he's his putting is is is. is becoming really good i know yeah. he gets criticized and it doesn't always look pretty from inside of four feet but i mean watch this stroke right here I mean, this is pretty flawless uh if we notice you know we kind of did some work last year figuring out exactly where his grip should be and understanding where his hands should be 
And so we quantify that daily to where he can feel a little bit more level uh, at address. If you look at that, the toe is released perfectly in relation to the club shaft, uh, staying in posture, something we always work on. If you notice his chest there, when he's off a little bit, you'll see the chest kind of pop up and you'll see the head pop up a little bit, left shoulder mm -hmm. pops up and kind of wipes across it and le leaves the face open. So uh, we're constantly trying to offset his patterns, you know, that, that you know, gets that putter raked a little inside as we've always seen. And um, that's something, you know, I, I love the way he, he goes about it. I mean, he owns it and he says, look, I know it's not pretty. Uh, I'm not trying to win a beauty contest, but um, as he said at Augusta, uh, and then he said, and I think in a recent interview as well, he said, look, if anybody wants to go to the putting green and putt for whatever you want, I'm ready to go. Uh, so his, his, his stats are very misleading. I think we, we've done this on the previous time I was on the show. I mean, he would have been about the 50th ranked putter on tour if they would have counted all the stats in, in the majors. And I, and I think he's top 40 or so on tour uh, right now. Granted, only played three events, but um, his, oh, his trend, yeah. His pace on in his putting is as good as anybody on tour. He's one of the best lag putters on, on tour. Probably almost a little too cautious from kind of that 15 to 20 foot range, which he does hoop a lot of them. Um, but just trying to get him a little bit more confident with his pace, you know, getting comfortable hitting in the foot and a half, two feet by. Uh, but he is, um, again, as he said, it may not always look pretty, but it finds a way to, it finds a way to roll end over end and it goes in the hole. So in my opinion, if that's the, the biggest thing we've got to worry about, we're, we're going to be just fine. So looks like a lot he's trying of to draw is very, is, like very is very unjust. Looks like a, it does look a little, he looks like he's always kind of trying to draw it a little bit, you know, a little bit. Better. Yeah. yeah. That, that's a, that's yeah. trying to just make sure. So again, we work on that left shoulder a lot. Notice how yeah. connected that, that his left arm is to his rib cage and notice how, if you, yeah. if you were to look at that face on, you would see the logo that the FJ on the back of his shirt, rotate around to the left and, and oh. that's again what releases the putter head which makes it look like that kind of draw look to it now this speaking of playing ah, good golf speaking trendy. of playing good golf our uh this lives right up the road i exchanged some i exchanged a couple of dms with him after his uh performance um in california there we finished uh fourth at farmers and 20th at waste management Dude's on a roll right now, putting. I mean, like filling it up. Uh, he has the I mean, he has the best stroke of any of probably anybody I coach mechanically, and, and I don't take any credit for that. That that's all him. Um, we've done a ton of work with the speed, a ton of work with his structure of his practice, and monitoring. You know, he's very big into his setup. If you if you watch him in his full swing, he's very methodical. Uh, he's done some incredible work with Adam Schreiber over all these years. Uh, pretty methodical in the way he goes about things. And so what I've added to this over the past four years is that the structure, how do, how do we get better with this performance? And so um, doing all the speed drills, doing, I call it the boring things. Uh, Sam didn't always love doing the boring things at first to become elite. And now he's really uh, becoming way more of a true pro and way more of a guy that's really buying into saying, Hey, I can be one of the best in the world, but I got to do some of these little things and starting to pay off because his ball striking has been phenomenal. Uh, putting is literally, I mean, this stroke is as pure as it gets. I mean, I've yeah. never really seen him on a day when the putting looks off. Occasionally might get a little bit in his heels. Occasionally might come out of posture a little bit, but like here, all we're really focused on, if you can see that towel under his arm, that's just to keep the connection. Again, in my opinion, the, the right shoulder controls the arc of the backstroke and the left shoulder controls the arc of the through stroke. So that's keeping him connection. We constantly talk about flow. Occasionally he'll get a little too static over the golf ball and try to control too much of the outcome so here you know but tori all we kept preaching was just look give up control 
take care of what you can over the ball. Let's be a little faster, a little more, you know, in sync, not get static and, and just let it go and not worry about the outcome and put it beautifully. I mean, could have had a couple go in that last day yep. that might've changed things. And, yep. um, but that was a, that was big for him. Now he knows I, I can compete with, with some of the best in the world. And, and honestly, he's frustrated. He's pissed off a little bit. He felt like, <laughs> Hey, I, I could have should have won that golf tournament and, and could have should have finished top five last week. So he's, that's cool to see when a player gets a little up, you know, is not just content with, with having great finishes. Yeah. I mean, he's arguably, arguably his best back-to-back weeks, you know, I mean, as far as oh, considering yep. the fields too, I mean, the farmers Money. was nice field, obviously waste management, terrific field. Plus six point two in putting last week at Waste Management. That that uh, that's got to bring a smile to your face, Josh. I mean, all right. Very much. I know you're busy. Question about two guys. We're not gonna look at video, but I know you're working with Sung J M. Yes. That dude seems like just an absolute gem of a guy. Um, he, the golf swing, he's real quick. Soul. He's a great man. The golf swing. He kind of rotates it. You know, he 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 gets a the face gets maybe a little toe hangy it's not it's yeah. not like closed like we see some of these guys but then he does that really interesting thing where he he kind of shuts it early in transition right? he flexes it early in transition yeah. and you can see the face like kick around right yes. and the yeah. dude just puts on a stripe show i mean literally he is an absolute machine when you take that to short game which you're working with him on like give my give my audience like like two things that you're like man i got to get sung jay to kind of feel a little more of this or do a little more of this well, so it, it, it makes perfect sense. So in the golf swing, when you when you got a little bit of a toe hang, a little bit of a open face, and granted he does, you know, flex it, shot it a little a little bit earlier, um, but that also leads to a little bit of backing out of it, a little bit of hang back any time the face is, is a little a little a little bit open. Most guys with with, with shut faces uh, have a, a little bit more rotation, a little bit more, you know, exit left, hold on to the face, etc. So I've helped him three or four times in the past. And, and then we decided uh, over the past month or so to, to, to get after it and work. And, um, you know, it's a, it's kind of a daunting task to be honest when it's a flattering request, when you're looking at one of the best players in the world and you look at his mm-hmm. stats and go, wow, there's, there's really not a weakness. Uh, even his chipping and putting is, is really good. Uh, it's not as good as his ball striking, but you're, we're talking about one of the top probably five ball strikers on tour. So um, with his pitching, uh, he just had a lot, again, had a lot of kind of tilt, at address uh right right shoulder was was too low uh therefore kind of backed up out of it and bottomed out it bottomed out a little bit too early kind of bounced into a lot of shots uh but has amazing hands so he was always able to figure it out so he was incredible at hitting high soft shots but Hmm. wasn't that great at just that little low medium spinner shot so something that we worked on a lot last week was getting his chest more more over it at impact getting him to feel like he rotates the chest, covers it a little bit more. So that ball sticking on the face and, you know, cause on tour, you, 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 you really need that shot when you're six to eight yards off the green, you got a little yeah. bit of a little bit of a raised level. you got five yards to work with. You need it to land two feet on the green, one bouncing grab. And you don't necessarily need a ton of height with that, but you need spin. And so that's where he's probably is only, I would say, weakness. Also, a little bit on, on kind of running shots, long shots. Uh, he, he's a guy that likes to fly the ball to the hole. He's a guy that likes to fly it, which he's incredible at it. But just trying to add shots to his arsenal, getting mm-hmm. to understand that on low running shots, we need to feel a little bit more draw. We need to feel a little bit more toe release. We need to move the ball a little back in our stance so we can get the path a little more end out so the, so the ball comes off lower uh, with, with less backspin on it. Um, Bunker-wise, uh, kind of same tendencies. Uh, ball was too far back. 
uh, a little tilt back, kind of backed up out of it to try to create height. So we just simply moved the ball forward, got his chest more over it, got him dumping out the face a little bit more. So he didn't lean the shaft, did a lot of work where we uh, practice on upslopes. I love practicing on upslopes for that feel, because if you lean the shaft, it'll just dig right into the hill. Mm. So getting him to understand that that's how, you know, on soft bunkers, that's how we got to release the face. Uh, but I think more importantly with him is is just taking his work ethic, taking his ability, which is off the chart, and being able to teach him how to practice it a little bit better, teaching him how to hit different shots, hit different landing areas. Yes, enough technique to get him there, but understanding yeah. how to set up to each shot, how to understand in the bunker when it's firm, we're going to set up weight more left. When it's soft, we're going to be more drawing. When it's firm, we're going to be a little more cutty, you know, all, all those kind of things. So um party stroke pace is excellent um took it a little a uh, little out you know a little outside on the takeaway was slightly cut across a little bit so trying to just kind of neutralize that um only weakness in his putting as as 99.9 percent .9 of all golfers just misses too many putts on the low side so challenge him to be to be a little bit more artistic there Ch doing a lot of drills where we're trying to hit putts making them on the high side to overread them and uh, just a ton of random practice and, and, and teaching him how to take his work ethic, which is second to none, and showing him how to practice a little bit more effectively. So hopefully we can spend a little less time, but more productive time. Yeah, the reality is, is I mean, his driver probably, other, other than his driver the last two weeks, I mean, he could have won. I mean, fourth at the, the Farmers, six at Waste Management, mm -hmm. iron game good, short game good. What a great yeah, I, think he was I think he was second or in strokes gained around the green last week, which yeah. is remarkable. So yeah, I would say he, he hasn't driven it up to his standards, which, right. which to me is pretty darn exciting. If we can dial in the yeah. short game and have him become a top 10, 15 short game guy in the world, uh, he's yeah. got a chance to be, be, be one of the best in the world, if not the best. Yeah. His, his driver, I mean, he'll, he'll, it's not unlike Sanjay to, to go plus four or five strokes in off the yeah. tee. I mean, he, 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 can, it's, he it's a go. joke watching him at the golf ball. It's a privilege for me just to stand there and watch, watch him hit it. Cause it's just effortless. All right. One minute on a yeah. guy that's going to be on the PGA tour next year. I think Pearson cutie, you've been teaching him dudes, a beast, man. Yes. Like he, I mean, he's kind of short, but he's like built and he rips it, bombs yeah. it two wins on the corn Ferry tour in the last two years. You've been coaching them. Can you just give us a little, just a little insight on what, what we can get, get us excited about Pearson. Cause he's going to be out here next year. Yeah, he's going to be out here next year. Hopefully, even sooner than that. Hopefully, he can get two more Ws and, and and get out here. And he's going to play. He's got spots. Uh, he's he's going to tee it up next week at the Honda. Um, awesome. So that, that'll that'll be cool to see. And where Sungjae uh, won a couple years ago. Exactly. He's a he's a war, he's he's a built. I mean, he's only he's again not not a ton of height, probably five nine, but he's very stocky, huge legs, chest, yeah. um, drives it great, swings it mm. pure as can be, and. We've been working for about uh, two and a half, three years. On, again, a lot of short game, a lot of wedging, just trying to get him in college ahead of the curve. So when yeah. he does get out here, he's going to understand how to practice, how to, that what were all the areas that he needs to close the gap on. And you know what I'm excited about is, is selfishly, all we've really been able to do is do a ton of work at home in Dallas yeah. with with he and his brother, both Parker, who's another stud as well, and too, he'll, yeah. he'll be out here as well someday. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited to be able to really coach him. And to be able to really get out here on the road, teach him more and more shots, understand the different grasses we deal with each week, the different the different texture of the bunkers, how, what he needs to do there. Because most most of our work is 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 a little technical. Uh, it's it's practice, but it's back home, and I can't wait to be able to spend more time with him 
on the road and see how good this this kid can become. Because I mean, look at the guy. The guy was injured. Uh, comes back, misses the first two cuts, and then goes out and wins. So um, he's not afraid. He's he's uh, he's not afraid of the, afraid of the moment. He's gonna he's gonna be a stud for many years to come. Yeah. It's a good way to put it. Yeah. He doesn't look afraid, you know, like no. there's guys that get in the hunt and they're like, you know, get out of my way. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go win this thing. He just, he looks, he looks the part and um, it's going to be fun to see him out there. All right, man. Oh, it's gotta be at least what 42 degrees out there by I now. Think it's guys... warmed up two or three degrees. So I, I gotta go get on the putting green and right, uh, roll out a little bit. Hey, thank you. You're the man. Always.